0: all right welcome to the Avni interviews we're your host eric bork and mikey taylor what up we're the co-founders of Avni, a brand for entrepreneurs and influencers here on the Avni interviews we typically interview people doing the work they want and the lifestyle they love to help other people do the same thing today we're going to do something a little bit different but before we jump into that we just launched our we have two digital products available right now an instagram course from mikey showing you everything he does on instagram and also in, in a new academy, and many of you have DM'd us about that. We're still getting back to you, but we do still teaching you how to start your own agency. That's what I did. That's how I've made a living up until this point. And it's a great way to make a living getting clients to pay you. So check that out at ovnidigital.com. And the cool thing is we still have space to work with people one-on-one. That won't last forever. We'll tell you more about what that means, but uh, if you have any questions, DM us, but for now, ovnidigital.com. So, let's jump in. So, the story of this episode is we filmed a podcast a while back, and we filmed it at Paul's house. It was me, Mikey, Paul, uh, Tommy Paz, our producer, and Luisa Nicola, the Diamond Boss. And Paul wasn't in the interview with her, but we got into it during the interview saying, you know, what is talent versus skill? And Paul's very opinionated on this. So me and Mike, we have, we're going to play that back after this. But before we do, me and Mikey are going to talk for just a minute here on this topic. So Mikey, let's start off. and, And then when we're done, after you listen, let us know what you guys think in the comments. Let us know your thoughts on talent versus skill. Um, so, Mikey, start us off here. What is what is your thought on kind of the summary of this topic?
1: So, <laughs> Paul doesn't believe in talent at all. He he believes that any skill can be learned and mastered, which I do agree with him. That, that's the only part about this, that there is so many points that Paul makes that I completely agree with. Uh, but I do think that certain people have, whether you want to call it a genetic ability or there's something special or there's something where the skill, whatever they're trying to do is just easier for them. Right. It yeah. doesn't mean they're going to be great. It just, I think some people do have an advantage over others with certain things. Now, I don't think that means all of a sudden you're going to be MJ or Kobe. Cause a lot of like, you, you know, we heard about MJ uh, not making his team, right? Kobe talks about how he was terrible when he started playing basketball. You do have to learn the skill
0: but I just think people have an advantage over others. And you know what's funny, though? I, I didn't think about this during the debate, debate, and I literally just thought of this right now, but MJ is actually a very interesting example because he tried to play baseball and golf. I don't know how he did in golf, but he, I believe he did not succeed at either one of those. Is that right? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, succeeding at the point of he did not basketball, no. But, but Paul would argue, which I actually agree with him, if MJ would have picked baseball as his thing, and not basketball, and focused as much on baseball as he did basketball, would he still be great? Totally. Right? And and that that is the part with Paul where I do agree. Uh, I think Michael just has the ability of either being super coordinated or whatever makes MJ MJ. Right. I think he would have been successful. Um, but I think there's certain people that just can't ever be that
0: yeah right. okay so let, let's kind of put this throw this example out because this did come up in the debate let's talk about Conor McGregor the we filmed the uh, we filmed the uh, what's it called the debate before we're doing this and that was before Conor fought Khabib and Conor's the
1: one who brought this up this is what started the whole conversation is Conor McGregor said I don't believe in in talent totally it doesn't exist so right? th-
0: it's funny because watching the fight with Khabib, and then watching like the interviews with his coaches afterwards, his coaches, his coach said basically, "I think we should have taken a more offensive approach." He was fighting Khabib, who's an, who's known notorious for just slamming you and and holding you and beating you. Just I don't think he's ever, and I could be wrong here. I'm not the ultra UFC fan. I'm, I'm a fan, but I don't think he's ever knocked someone out in the UFC, not even once. Um, I think he did before the UFC, but um and I could be wrong there, guys, sorry if I'm wrong. But he I I watched all of his UFC fights one night and there was not one knockout that I saw. So my argument would be I think that the mindset could have led Connor to win that fight if he would have been more offensive, because he would have been more aggressive and could have potentially stayed on his feet more. So I think there is a uh, aspect of what Paul's saying that's true is that the mindset can change the direction and can open doors and get you, you know, W's in areas that you wouldn't have had them. So that's where I would agree with what Paul's saying. Yeah. The argument becomes like, I think when you
1: start getting into genetics, right? Like, can I be, uh, the best sumo wrestler? No, I'm not built for it. Right. Like, there's certain things that you're just not built for. Yeah. That, like, someone like Michael Phelps, right? Or, like, Kelly Slater would be a good example. They, they like, broke down Kelly's build of his body, right? He's got these huge hands, right? Do you know he's like, massive hands? No, I didn't know. He's got massive hands, right?
0: <laughs> and so, like, they... Like just they, got natural-born paddles. Yeah,
1: so they both say for both those guys, their bodies are built for that uh, sport. But then also, I think on top of that, and where Paul has a point, is... I think they're both the the mindset that they're not gonna stop until they're the best. Yeah. But I think you mixed both of those together and then you get the MJ's or the Kobe's or the Kelly's. So I think But like I think like even to like take it to like a selfish place, right? And me and skateboarding, right? I had the skill side or I'm sorry, I, I had like the work side of it. Yeah. Right. I didn't have the talent in my mind. And I was able to get really far with the mindset of I wanna be the best. I just didn't have like maybe the the God-given talent that like a Shane O'Neill or uh, a Ugh. shot has, right? But yeah. Paul would argue that they don't have any more or less talent than me. They have a different mindset, which I would completely
0: disagree with Paul on that. And not right? to be mean, but I would disagree too. Yeah. <laughs> like if I... you look at Shane on a board, he just like sits there. And, and I don't know if the audience knows this, but they know you were a pro skateboarder, but I was a pro skateboarder for a very short time. I rarely ever talk about it. But me and Mikey, when we were skating t- together, would always find ourselves in the corner with like Paul and everybody else going, All right, we got to work harder than everybody else be- because if they not, were better because than they're us. They're way better than <laughs> us. <Yeah. laughs> um, but,
1: but then, Paul, this would be Paul's argument, right? Which you're going to see. Yeah, but you already had the mindset that they were better than you. Okay. Right? So- it's just like a. I think this is the topic that we could just go in circles with
0: so here here's one so let's let's get to the the points that we have outlined here and i'm going to throw out one point also which is i think there's determined and i think there's delirious and there's a certain level of delirious like one thing i can't stand i cannot stand is when someone is delirious and they think they're determined it just it's just like You're never going to, and I say this very cautiously because I don't want to deter anybody from being determined, but you need enough self-awareness to say, I am being delirious right now instead of being determined. There's just some things that some people will not make it at. And I, I think what I gather from you and your side is that why not pick something that you're genetically good at and be determined at that? because that that optimizes your chances of success. Would that kind of like sum up your part? I mean, that's what I would prefer. Right? <laughs> like, have the mindset or like the,
1: the determination to be the best, but pick something that you actually like can thrive at, right? Like, like if you're not coordinated, don't do something that takes
0: extreme coordination, you yeah. know? And yeah and this is one thing in athletics I, and I think athletics and business are there's certain things that do apply but I think athletics are very different because there's some people that are just very not coordinated. I
1: actually think more I think it's a lot easier to learn these skills for like an entrepreneur or something building business than it is an athlete yeah right because there, there is a part of being an athlete that you have to have a body that can do it mm-hmm. right? when you start to get into the business, the majority of it is is all your brain
0: yeah, and and before we we have five things outlined for entrepreneurs right here, uh, before we do that, I, I just want to say one, there always is that person that is almost delirious, but they just have this like knack and they just don't look like they can do it or it just doesn't seem like they can, but they're so obsessed with it that they end up doing it. But those people usually, keep in mind, have this crazy obsession and figure out a way to be the anomaly. But being the anomaly is very rare. Yeah, so we're just talking about the, what, odds at this point? Are yeah, so, I mean, I guess I guess I would say this, like a good way to check yourself if you are being delirious is am I going to, tr- am I trying to be this anomaly? Because if you are, there's a chance you could succeed, but then there's also a high chance that you could not succeed because ads are not stacked in your favor. Um and I'll be honest that's a lot of the mistakes that I made is I I was like I'm going to prove everybody wrong and do it and then I didn't prove them wrong in some cases in other cases I did in other cases I didn't but um pick the thing now let's go over the things that we've outlined as an entrepreneur I'm going to start these are the things as far as like characteristics and traits as far as natural talents or things you can develop for an entrepreneur number 1 And this can or cannot be true, but to me, it's pretty obvious because most entrepreneurs go through tough times and need to be smart with their money is number one, the ability to not have fancy things. And the irony there, at least in the beginning, the irony there is that that's what so many entrepreneurs are showing off right now. And I think it's, a tri- it's kind of a tripwire for a lot of people getting started thinking like, well, I'm going to start and I'm going to go out and I'm going to show off all these fancy things on Instagram so I can get a following and build a business. When in reality, having those things can really, really affect you and affect your ability to spend money on things. Um, I've watched Mikey not have fancy things when he did have a lot of money. So number one, I would say is the ability to delay gratification or delay going out and spending your money on things that you can't afford um would would you agree mikey yes okay i think that's a good thing about
1: this is that's something that can be learned it can be learned
0: and you can do it with discipline yeah okay uh you do number two
1: number two i think falls more in line with like an athlete because i think there's some people they're just born to be resilient i think a big thing is being resilient resilience Some people are just have the ability at a young age to just never give up. Yeah. But I think that is something that could be learned. But I think that in, especially in entrepreneurship, I think that is for me probably the most important because it's so brutal and so hard for so long. And there's so many instances that basically everything around you is saying you're done. This isn't going to work. You need to stop. And you almost have to live through that for a long time. And so I think a big one is is the ability to not give up and just uh, put yourself
0: in emotional and, and really hard times for a long amount of time. And that's a really good one to apply to the debate of talent versus skills because some people, they, they may be born with that and they're just good at it. Other people may have really tough childhoods and figure out how to be resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that that is a talent the ability to not give up. I think so.
1: I think it's. I think there's a talent element to it, but I will say I think you can get become better at it for sure. I think that's a
0: skill learned, but but I think
1: that's something that, uh, like, dude, there and I don't know if it was from my parents, right? But from a young age, my dad had me in this. Uh, it was like Boy Scouts, but it wasn't Boy Scouts. Indian Guides or something, right? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and I remember like I was like five or six, and and you got these like vests with these badges on it, right? And you only got it if you could memorize every person's name and sit up and say it right out loud. Hmm. And I remember like everyone that was doing it, they pretty much did it within five minutes, right? I couldn't remember like four of the guys. I sat in that circle for an hour. Granted, everyone else took five to 10 minutes. Yeah. I sat in there for an hour, right? And I was not stopping until I got it. I was five years old. <laughs> like, I couldn't have, I didn't know what was happening, right? Do you have a hard time memorizing? No, I have a good. to I have a really good
0: memory. That's what's so weird. It was pro- now that you're older and you've taken personality tests. We probably know you were distracted and not Maybe. interested.
1: <laughs> Maybe, but my point is, though, I've, I've always had this thing of, of of being resilient from a young age. I think I've gotten even better at it, but that was something that I think
0: was a little easier for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, so perfect. So number one, ability to not have fancy things. Number two, resilience. Number three. Um, is sales and marketing. And this was one of the ones that Mikey came up with. And this one I love because I think one thing I see is like people are afraid to sell. I don't think you should be afraid to sell. Selling is like a game. Now, as long as you're authentic, I think that the reason people are afraid to sell is they have this stereotype of this like pushy uh, person trying to like take advantage of them. I love charging people money and giving them something that's valuable to them. I think it's a great process. And to be honest, if I go to the people that I respect like uh, Russell Brunson and buy you know his products or if they create products for me, Robert Kiyosaki is a great example. He said selling everything. Um, I'm expecting to sell because I'm expecting to get something valuable and valuable things don't come for free. So uh, sales and marketing, that's something as an entrepreneur, if you don't have a background in it start getting into it because it's absolutely absolutely crucial and look at selling as kind of like a challenge or a game that you can get better and better and better and to me getting better means having better relationships with people delivering more value and being more authentic it doesn't mean that i'm getting better at manipulating it means i'm getting better at building good relationships because we buy from people that we trust um, anything you want to add to that one? That one was yours. Um,
1: I just think you have to understand one of those two to be able to run a business. Yeah. For sure. You're either selling product or you're building
0: some type of brand or marketing around it. You, th- those are two things that you have to learn. And that's one where there's a lot of inventors that have really hard times being entrepreneurs because they don't understand those. they think they've created this amazing thing or Mm. developed this amazing thing if you can't sell it or people don't know about it you're you're dead in the water it's that simple absolutely okay let's move on to number four resourcefulness as an entrepreneur you have to be resourceful it's an absolute must um this is a huge one and we interviewed bedros about a month ago and this is one that he talked about is being resourceful do you have any specific examples of being resourceful I'm just. Mikey's doing. Mikey's doing <laughs> a, a story right now. I'm just. Filming okay, so guy. I'll I'll go while you do the story. Okay. So basically, being resourceful. Um, w- I've been watching as when I design, I also design. I can watch TV in the background, and it's for me. It's almost like if I'm going to work six hours straight, I need something like going on behind me. And so if there's nothing going on, I'll, I've watched The Walking Dead probably like five times. Um, uh, through, and so I'll put it on in the background. One thing I've noticed is that they get in these situations. This is kind of tied in with resilience. They get in these situations where they're just like, we're dead. Here we are. We're dead. But they find a way out. And I know it's a TV show, but it illustrates a point. Is that when you get to the point as an entrepreneur where you're like, I'm stuck. Um, It's not selling. Uh, We don't have money. That's when it's time to get resourceful. Look at what you have. Take Take an inventory of what you do have, and then there, there's always some way to maximize the, the things that you do have and leverage those things to get yourself out of a situation. That's not always easy, but resourcefulness is absolutely, I think, a key component of an entrepreneur. It,
1: yeah, and I think it really applies in, when you're starting. Like for when you're sure. starting a yep. company, you don't have the money to put a team behind you. A lot of people are doing multiple things. You have to really get resourceful to uh, really build what you're trying to do with as really as little money as, as you, you have. It's that That's where it's tough for me and I think that's where uh, people get ahead and when they don't is when they can become resourceful during that environment. Yeah,
0: when you don't have people, when, when you have a bunch of people working under you, it's a lot easier to be resourceful because yep. you tell them do this, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when you don't, um it's it's a lot more difficult at that phase. And uh that kind of leads into number 5 which is focus and we added in almost obsession. Um and then there's a number of different things, but focusing and I'll say this, Mikey has this weird attention thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to use you as the guinea pig here. Good. Okay. Um Mikey has this thing where when he's interested in something, it's like you cannot pry him away from it, and you—you you actually physically could, and he mentally would be there. Um, but then, when you put him in some in front of something he's not interested in him, you almost have to like yell, and he'll be like, "Oh, I was thinking about, you know, this," and that's because he was very interested in that thing. So some people have that naturally. Um, there's different ways to get that, but one of the ways is use the things that you're obsessed about to drive your business forward that that's that's one one thing that I do is I know just a quick example I know that if I want to be productive I just have to open a web page like if I'm building a landing page or a funnel or something like that I open it and I put it in front of me and then I stare at it and go oh and then my mind starts going do this do that and then there I am five hours later just still working on the website and it or the the landing page or the funnel and it's it's built out So find something. I know that I'm obsessed with building those things out and making them look cool. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything on your end that you could share? Um, Does anything come to mind?
1: I think for me, I've just knowing that about myself that I'm, I can, I can get hyper focused on something I'm interested in. If I'm not, I'm, I'm completely terrible at it. So. I mean, I think it's common sense. I've always had to find things I'm interested in. Yeah. Right? Like I had someone DM me uh, yesterday actually and he was like, hey, look, I work I work this job. I don't really like what I'm doing. I wish I could just like do the things I'm passionate about. Like can he list off three things, right? And kind of my answer back to him was like, why don't you pick one of those things and then figure out how to make money doing that instead of like being this, oh, it has to be this or it has to be that. I think a lot of people have a hard time seeing like, well, if it's not like a conventional career, that means you can't make money at it. That's not true. Like pick something that is going to take that full attention and, and kind of grab you in and then figure out how to make money doing it and then build off that. Because if you're passionate about it, you're going to get 110% the whole time.
0: Yeah. Give yourself the problem of being at work and not being able to focus. Now, I'm not saying don't focus and lose your job, but all you can think about while you're work is, at work is when you get home, you're gonna do this, this, and this on the thing that you're actually really into. And hopefully that thing is something that you can eventually make a career out, but that's a great problem to have because then you'll spend every single spare moment doing that thing. Yeah, like do the things, like have your job be the thing that people are trying to pull you away from, but you enjoy it
1: so much you just don't wanna stop. That's such a good, uh a system
0: to like be successful because you will just now there are there are times when that thing becomes not as fun that is a reality that does happen but um it's a lot easier to you know be resilient and push through that than it is when there's no and you don't like what you're doing um okay so that's we kind of stepped back this is a really cool debate we're gonna we're gonna switch over to it in just a second here But um, those were the after, this was, I think, a month and a half ago. And so we just wanted to kind of go over those before we played it because we wanted to give a a sum up or kind of a recap of our thoughts on it. So, again, this is us at uh, Paul Rodriguez's house with Luisa Nicola, is the female voice that you'll hear, and um, talking about skill versus talent. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in, and here's the debate. Go ahead. All right, so we were debating talent and skill here, and we had to bring Paul down because I don't think Mikey really agrees with
2: them. Okay, so I have evolved.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now that the pressure's on, on. <laughs> I have
2: evolved. I don't know if it's in the direction that you agree with. Okay, I've evolved on my already. So my just going into it, my feeling is. Although everybody is born with a different body, people have certain genetic gifts over others. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Some people are given certain genetic gifts. But me personally, I don't consider that the talent. I consider that the, your body is just the tool, the instrument, whatever. Yes. My belief is the talent is your state of mind, is your way of thinking, your way of applying and using those gifts to the maximum abilities. I know plenty of people with plenty of physical gifts who haven't amounted to anything because either they took them for granted because it came too easy, they didn't see the value in the gifts they had, or whatever the case is. Now there are those people who have those physical gifts and the mindset, and they're just next level. Um,
1: I gotta say, you
2: you shifted. What did no? How did I shift? That you shifted
1: my... to a point of like now you're totally right. <laughs> This was but not your on. stance. It. Yes, it was.
2: What, what no, would it you was say?
1: I was, it wasn't. My stance is always said, talent basically, is in the mind, not basi- the body. No, basically what happened is it was all off that Conor McGregor quote of there's no such thing as talent. It's all mind. And I was like, that's bullshit. And, and I was like, there- that
2: is the talent. The mind is the talent.
1: Yes, that was exactly your position. It and is. My point and was that's still my that, position. No, I think mindset is a talent, but- there is such thing as, in my eyes, there is such thing as a talent, and to me, you kind of proved it. You were not there last time we talked, of some people have a God-given talent to perform better at a certain thing than others. Take, let's involve no mindset. Let's just take that out for a second. We, we both have equal mindset. That doesn't mean we're going to be equal talent at our craft. One person has a gift, might have a b- bigger gift or bigger talent at that craft than someone else. And your argument was, nah, dog, it's all mindset.
2: I, My argument was talent, mindset is the talent. Is a talent, is a. I think it's the talent. There's This physical stuff is the gift. The talent is how to apply it, in my opinion.
3: I was under the impression that you, uh, this is what was told before yeah, you came down the stairs, felt. that Paul <laughs> believes that it doesn't matter like about talent. You, you can, your brain and your, your your mind can make you do anything you want.
2: That's not totally untrue. To I, th- I think the power of the mind is more powerful than anything that yes. we have. That's my belief. Yes. I do agree that it's undeniable that, you know, LeBron James physically has plenty of different gifts that I don't have.
3: Absolutely. That's what I believe. Yeah. But I'm sure, but I know there's lots of people in this world who
2: have the same build and seemingly physical abilities as he would other people in the NBA, Mm. but they don't perform like him. That's Mm. the mind because he's determined to be
3: the best. He's Mm. determined
2: to be the greatest. He's determined to be the most talented. To me, that's the talent.
3: Yeah. And... I think that we're all born with a talent, the God-given talent, okay? And, you know, Oprah says it's our job on this earth as humans to figure out what that is. Now, here's the thing. We may be born and we may be good at, you know, good at two things. Just say I'm good at skateboarding, but my God-given talent is soccer. But I love skateboarding and I'm, you know, I'm pretty good at it. So I just keep bashing away at that and I don't even take into consideration soccer. So it's not just, it's not just having the ability to understand, you know, mindset. It's, can you recognize talent? Can your parents recognize what talent is at a young age to say, my five-year-old is talented and gifted at skateboarding. So we're just going to keep, you know, putting in that. We don't get the outlet to do that. We can't go and try every single sport in the world. You know, who? You know how do you know? You could have been a world champion surfer.
2: My, but see, my, where I, where my mindset is, I 100% could have if I was determined to become one. I believe I could be a great boxer if I was determined to become Oh, one. that's a
3: very tall. That's there we go. I'm not call. saying it's easy. Wow. I'm not saying it's easy. No. But
2: other human beings with two arms and two legs do it. So why can't I? I have no ailments. I mean, at the moment I do actually. But... <laughs> When I was 12 and I picked up skateboarding, okay. I I could have easily have started boxing at that point, and should I have decided that I want to put the enthusiasm I did behind skateboarding into boxing, no doubt in my mind, I could have been great at it. Could you be an NBA be. player? Spud Webb was.
3: But could you?
2: If I put the same, if I had the same fire desire that I had in skateboarding, I believe I could be whatever I want to be. Oh. I honestly and here was my evolution on what I thought because I haven't even said my my evolution is I think it, it, it all hinges on faith like if you have faith that you can become and do whatever you can if you really believe it you can mm. then you can I believe that if you really believe you can't you also are right
3: 100 but that's
2: faith also just faith in not being able to do it
3: you call it faith I call it science okay one and the same um because if you believe you can then mm-hmm. you trick your brain into believing that mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. and therefore your brain believes that you can and so etc so on and so forth whatever you tell your brain you become mm-hmm. now uh, the thing is i i think you know you get two people they look exactly the same you train them the exact same way they think that they're both great one of them's going to win they're both not if you, you one of them is going to win and it's going to come down to the way they were born, and that's the the smart. That's the smallest part of DNA that fits into it.
2: That so that that's has where it a, comes But down there's to been it. plenty of boxing matches that have not come out with winners. Plenty of fights that have not come out with winners.
3: Of course. What do you mean by that?
2: Like, well, that nobody won.
3: No, no, no. Sorry. What I'm saying is, you get two people. Just say you get twins.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Grow them up exactly the exact same to make them think the same, mm-hmm. do the same, be the same. Um train them the same, their talents are the same, someone's going to win.
2: I believe that there is an immeasurable thing that we haven't figured out how to measure. And it's the only difference at that point in my assessment is whose fire is burning stronger inside. You can't, only they know that. Mm. Only the person, the individual knows how strong their fire is burning. Mm. So if there's two people... Brought up and trained the same, exact same circumstances, identical, yeah. and one of them fantasizes about being the winner a little more and dreams about it when they're going to sleep. You can't you can't quantify the, or you can't necessarily study those things that I know of. You can't study of how much is this person visualizing as they're laying in bed or thinking about it. How See? much is this person waking up, thinking about it, eating, thinking about yes. it, every, every second, obsessing, obsessing about, obsessing about, it. about yeah. it. How much is that person doing that? From the outside, he may have a twin brother. The same thing going through the same physical motions, but the but the twin, the other twin brother might just be like going through the motions, not adding the emotional elixir connected with that. So the other brother would just be like, "Yeah, I'm punched the bag a hundred times just like you did today, but I might be thinking, I'm punching, uh, you know, I'm punching the world champion in the face. I'm seeing his his his." him in the bag the other guy might just be hitting the bag mm. i might be fighting with the world champion for my life every time i punch that bag
3: so you're saying that the winning ingredient yeah. i'm saying that kind of we've got the mixture okay we've got everything there but what's mm. that cherry on top you're saying the cherry on top is the fire inside that's if one had way to of, one thing.
2: that's one way of labeling it yeah
3: what's your cherry on? Top? i totally
2: agree with that it, it yeah. was our
1: conversation was a little different <laughs> but I, I completely agree with almost everything you just said. The only part I would differ on is, I don't think you can be, like, I don't think I could be, God, pick something
2: random. Uh, But that's, the key right there is, you're right, if you don't think you can, you're right. I don't think anyone can.
1: I actually think there's certain things that people cannot be genetically, no matter how bad they want it, I think some people's physical will not allow that to happen no matter how bad they want. Other then than that right. one point you made, I agree with everything you said. Even right. with the want, I think you could want it as a, a more than any single person on this planet and not have it
2: based on on if your body can even manage being that thing you want it to be. I believe, and this is just getting wacky, and I don't have any proof of it, and I haven't necessarily seen anyone do it, but I believe, you know how they say, we've only unlocked a small portion of our mind. And... It, there's so much more to the mind to be tapped into. I believe, like, here's a theory I have about Michael Jordan that I, I, I read uh, one time. Actually, no, it was in a documentary. Is, um, from what I understand, no one else in his family is over six feet tall. And he got cut from his high school basketball team. Mm. Um, his, I think it was ninth grade or tenth grade. And they just said he was too small said he, he, he wasn't good enough, whatever they say, that didn't qualify for the team. That summer, he worked so hard playing against his older brother, and it, uh, his dad would come in, and he would be in his closet hanging upside down, trying to stretch himself out. <laughs> and I don't know that that itself is the actual work, but I think he willed it, he wanted it so bad that somehow, some way there's some extra force... That just, just saw the sheer will and determination and just said, fuck it. I'll let him grow.
1: You know what? Maybe. See, now I do think like how you said, like if I wanted to be a boxer, I could be a boxer. If I want to be a skier, I think people like you or me who who have good hand-eye coordination or athletic, I do agree with you that in that space of if I wanted to play basketball or play soccer or and and was able to put the same focus and dedication obsession into that, I could have... Been a professional at that. I totally agree with that. Uh-huh. But I think if you take something that I am not built for, like, like music, I'm. Am, I'm. Am, you mean you live by the music? No, no, no. As far as like <laughs> singing, yeah. As far as singing, I will never be like <laughs> as bad as fan. much as I would dream to be like. I don't know who's a, who's a, Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I don't have it in me. As much as I want it, I don't have that that ability. Then you're right. Can yeah, we well, yeah, all right? But let, hey, let me
0: throw then you're out right. Throw one more thing out there, that mic. I think that you can Eric, be. I am one of the worst singers dude, ever. You were at my house the other day singing. It was. Ins- I, I wanted to record. It I and think put I it could up, get I better.
1: It. I think I could improve
0: at it. So I don't think I'll ever be Justin Timberlake. Let me throw this out there because I, I think I think this is a good way of saying. I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying. Wait, hold on. Let me say this. So I think genetics and talent, natural talent, can eliminate you, but I think the winning ingredient is your mindset. I agree. That's what I think. I totally agree.
3: I also think that it's who who can suffer the longest.
2: David Goggins, right? Yes, yes, David Yeah. yeah. I just found out about him three days ago. I
3: believe the reason why I say that is because Suffering, and he, you know, so many people say there's all these quick fixes. Yes, you can get rich quick, yes, you can get thin quick, but we're not really saying that you have to suffer on some level. If you're overweight and you love food, not eating food that's a form of suffering because yeah. you know, you but that you have to do that. So, losing weight, getting fit, getting healthy, doing you have to suffer, but. You can only suffer for so long. That's why entrepreneurship, that's why people go out of business within the first five years because they can't keep suffering. They just can't handle it. So can you suffer if someone starts learning and starts, you know, hitting the tennis ball against the wall at age 10, okay, and then by the age of 20, they've done 10 years of suffering, so of training, hard work. And then if somebody at 20, okay, decides to do it for two or three years, you know, just because they want it and their desires, they still haven't been doing it long enough.
2: Bernard Hopkins started boxing at 20 years old. He boxed till he was 50. He's one of the greatest ever. Um, I hear everything you're saying, and in ninety nine point nine point nine 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 percent cases, that is absolutely true. But I don't see the point of putting any limitation on it. No, I, don't I don't see don't the point in even I mean, debating I think the lo- like I kept what is impossible. Their mind why. is
3: limitless, yes.
2: I call me crazy... I believe in higher power. I believe in God. I believe the universe, whatever you want to say. And uh, I think it's possible. People have landed on the moon. Mm. I think it's possible. People have figured out how to precisely from this planet create devices that can fly on planets that are circling thousands and thousands of miles an hour and figure out how to mathematically launch to another place that is basically a grain of sand compared to the distance we are
3: precisely to land on that thing. Mm. I mean, things happen, you know, things happen. You think, how the hell did that happen? Mm-hmm. I get that. Explain to me, what is your, tell me, what is your, your greatest desire then? What, what, what is your biggest goal?
2: At the moment, mm. I want to become a great actor.
3: Okay. Just a great actor. I'm sure right now, I mean, I, no. I mean if you get up there with a the script, I'm sure you could be great what's what's the most i want precise? to be a,
2: a successful actor uh, and a,
3: do you want to be in a uh, a movie?
2: list movie star
3: okay so like will smith sure i did not know that about you sure that's fantastic sure yeah. you kind of remind me of someone who should have been on saved by the bell
2: i grew up watching it love that show
3: <laughs> see this <laughs> i didn't know that love the show. um that's amazing and do you believe that you know before you die will you be um, i do
2: I do. I dream. I dream about it every day, and um, and if I don't reach that, that's because at some point I allowed myself to lose the fire. I I allowed myself to to just stop or give up, especially with something like that, because you can act till you're dead as long as you can move. You know. Oh, he's a good thing. So I could even if I hadn't made it at seventy years old, maybe at seventy one. Exactly
3: now here's maybe this is this will be able to separate the two do you believe that you can just think think your way into it just and not put in the work you know like the secret just sit there and think i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in a movie one day but not actually go out there and go through the auditions and learn the scripts do you think that you can just sit there and think about it make yourself believe you are? got him quickly filming now
1: i know the answer to this no, go ahead
2: no. and answer it paul obviously you're going to want me to say no But like I said, I believe in God. And I'm not like a religious, you know, person shoving it down. This is just my belief. I believe true prayer, full faith, anything can happen. So maybe, just maybe, that's happened in real life. Maybe, just maybe, if I pray for it every single day, please God, just let me be in a movie and become a big star. Maybe I'm at In-N-Out Burger, right in a little bit when we go. And somehow... The biggest executive producer just happens to be in line next to us and sees me. Holy shit, the, this part we've been casting for this person, it's this fucking guy. This is the guy. Oh my God, I can't believe. He looks like here, it. He, you, yeah. Yep. You are the person that I have envisioned to be this script. We've auditioned 10,000 people. And not even the one person has walked on that I even felt like was a person. I can't believe I'm here in and out and I stood right next to you. I believe things of that nature can occur. Yeah. Okay. That happened to Pamela Anderson. I don't know if she prayed for it, or asked for it. She was, uh, I think she was, uh, just at a baseball game or something. Somebody said, "You, you're stuck." But did
3: she want it?
2: I don't know. That I See, don't that's know. the
3: thing. You maybe she didn't want it. She just thought, well, someone's offered this. I believe me this. somehow, so if you believe in the law
2: of attraction, I believe she was doing something to attract it. If mm. you, if, if life is a vacuum and you're attracting whatever is into your circumstances, good or bad, whatever you perceive it to be, whatever you're doing is attracting whatever's your reality. So somehow she was attracting it
3: if you want to be this and this is your life god this is the end for you mm-hmm. okay that's what you want to be um this, I, was, I don't know if it's the end oh not the end but, but that's, that's that's my next frontier then why why were you why are you like oh, the world's greatest skateboarder
2: because that was my first uh that was my first love at that time i didn't want to be a, a, okay. a phenomenal actor uh, my family and my father he he's done some acting he's a, Fairly well-known stand-up comedian, done lots of movies. I grew up on movie sets and TV sets and uh, met Will Smith when I was a little boy. Mr. T had me on his shoulders when I was a little kid. I've seen a lot of celebrities, and everyone around my father and family would tell me, even my mother, she worked in the business, oh, you should be an actor, you should be an actor. And for reason, even as a little kid, that annoyed me that I had to be an actor, like, you guys, I don't know, like, I just, even as a little kid, I couldn't explain it but I wanted to find out what I wanted to do on my own. Didn't mm-hmm. want it to be shoved down my throat. And, um, and my mom would take me to auditions when I was a little kid, for commercials, and I would be sitting, Yeah, I
3: don't
2: want to be here. <laughs> and uh, she'd be like, but babe, but son, you're so talented, you're goofy, and this and that. I'm, I don't care, I don't want to be here. I want to be playing with my friends or whatever. And I remember one time I went to an audition, I was just, and they're like, See, "If you don't want to be here, you shouldn't be here. You're wasting our time." Okay, bye. Like, <laughs> I stomped down. I was grumpy, right? Yeah. And skateboarding just came into my. I always knew I wanted to be something fantastic, right. phenomenal. Yeah. I didn't know early, early what it is. And I was. When I started playing baseball. I was really good. All the coaches in the in the little league every season, they would always want to draft me on their team. Um, I started doing martial arts. I wanted to be Bruce Lee. I wanted to make martial arts films. Uh, I would say I was pretty good at that it, for my age and time, and I faded out. I wanted Then next, I f- because I fell in love with guitar playing, I wanted to be Jimi Hendrix, my favorite guitar player of all time. So I, was, I played guitar for a few years, every single day, hour hour. I wanted to be in a band. I wanted to be Kurt Cobain. Nirvana was my favorite band, and I wanted to be a great guitar player like, J- like Jimi Hendrix. Always, this is how I dreamed. Always, always. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to go to a new school. I seen some kids skateboarding and all of a sudden I could give a shit about the guitar almost like overnight. It was mm. just, whoa, what's that? And I just, I had to learn that and make friends with him and that was my new obsession. And that mm. was the only thing that the next thing never came and took it, my attention away. Mm. And then after, you know, I started gaining some success, momentum and all that and I'm now I'm, even at this point in my career, I've scratched the itch. I've, 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 I've never dreamed I would be in this home like this because of skateboarding. I didn't even I didn't know I could dream about that at the time, you know. As time went on, I, I knew that it could eventually happen. But when I was twelve years old, I just I want to have my name on a skateboard and my name on on shoes, right there and right there. And I was like, that was my goal. And then just more things unfolded, more things. Unfolded. And then as time went on, uh, and I would I, I remembered I did have as a kid I did have some passion for acting, and then it just crept in it crept in like well now i can choose to be an actor it wasn't shoved on me i found my own way uh made my own path my dad's connections couldn't have made me a great skateboarder or anything couldn't have made me except my desire to become one and then now uh and that could be stubborn pride whatever because there's plenty of people who grew up in the industry became phenomenal actors Mm. through their family and that's great but this just was my path and now i that bug started hitting me and hitting me more and more it's getting stronger reminiscent to how it felt when i started skating right now you guys are doing that i'm upstairs reading my scene for class on saturday practicing
3: oh said i didn't know you uh, went to class. when they said you reading i'm like i wonder what he's reading
2: um but so okay i don't long-winded answer to no, that I answer loved it. Do, do you think that's pop i think anything is possible literally anything and if you really say like you know you you believe in higher power whatever and even i'm not a, like religion like I said. said. But if you're really gonna go on a limb, and say I believe in God, then you got to believe in God. You mm. know what I mean? Then, you, then then do it. Otherwise, you're just wasting air. So I believe anything is possible. Anything. If you have a strong desire, willpower, uh, <laughs> prayer, uh, every day and day. I don't know. I am not saying it will happen for everyone, but I'm not putting I'm not putting a limitation on it. That's yeah. all I know. All right. Not, so
0: let me ask you this. Let's do this to wrap this up. What's the key ingredient? Oh. We're talking about talent. Skill, mindset, what is the key ingredient? Or not just like one word, like what's your take? Let's wrap it up with that. Faith.
2: Faith. Perfect. Whether yourself, higher power, just faith. I fucking got this. Mike. Key
1: ingredient to me is probably my, like determination, mindset, determination.
3: Okay. Diamond box. Louisa. There's so many. Um, it's hard to put it in one word. Putting it in one word is I actually limiting presence. it. presence. Presence.
2: Yeah. Expand a little bit.
3: Because I think <laughs> that you achieve um, your greatest results in life, in on the field, off the field, in relationships, when you're in the present moment neurologically. So I think that if you're constantly in the present moment, 24 hours of the day, you're going to be producing the best results, the best results produce the best results, produce the best results, just keeps going up. Love it.
2: I 100%
3: agree with that.
0: All right, you guys. Thank you for debating. I actually got a lot. We got a lot more insight from Paul than we thought. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for doing it, Paul.